Well, here we go again. And I'm out here. And it's not even 10 o'clock. We had a 9-11 at August 13th. And I want to come to you with some information that you need. So, please believe. This is for you. Because you decided to borrow. That's the name of the topic. And I want to say this. The borrower is a servant to the lender. That's in Proverbs 22 and 7. A lot of people don't like the Bible, so let me give you another quote from Dale Carnegie, who says, how poor or broke are those who do not exercise patience. Well, again, welcome to my show. This is Wayne World News coming out of Harlem. I am a 20-year real estate vet, and as well, I'm also about 10 years doing credit. And I got some information for you. Now, I will advise you to listen to it, too. Let's begin. The question was asked in the book titled, How to Develop Self-Confidence and Influence People by Public Speaking. And it says, What would heal but by degree? Um, What would heal by degree? When it says, How poor or broke are those who do not exercise patience? What would heal by degree? And I also want to say the name of my company and the answer is, Fortitude is a great answer. And this is something I believe fortitude should be used in our credit decisions and purchases. And I would say the economy, 75% of us today uh, use credit. So credit has become the key ingredient in our economy. It reminds me, though, of 1985 when crack, (laughs) and we used to call these people crackheads, but today... 2020, we are credit heads. Credit heads are no different from food junkies. People who use credit cards can develop a dangerous spending habit. I worked with a man who has an unbelievable amount of debt on many of his plastic cards, paying around $6,000 a month, which seems up to twice his family income. He came to me the other day and asked me to remove some derogatories off his credit file to enable him finances to, to enable him to finance another car for his daughter in college. I love toy cars since I was a baby, so I understand. My dad and sister had always given me toys as a child for my birthday and Christmas gifts. Thus, I was hooked on Hot Wheels at an early age. I know, and I do remember having a plethora of toy cars when I was eight years old. So I understand why people want cars. I made a promise to myself. When I get older, I want my own car, and it has to be the best. I could recall saying this to myself as a child many times, over and over again. And you usually get what you think about most. Professor William James said, your passion for a subject can save you. You can only care enough for a result. You will most certainly obtain it. If you want to be rich, hint, hint, you will most likely end up rich. I wanted a car, and that's what I received. I ended up getting a number of automobiles when I turned 18 years old. I believe I had over 23 cars 
in total by 2009. Using my credit to purchase each car until my score was exhausted. This is a note to my youngsters. Youngsters, as you are listening or read any of my books, you may not have a car or are planning to getting one very soon. As an American society attaches a certain level of importance to owning a car or a house, the lending institutions understand this societal trait by spending millions of dollars in advertising and research on consumer spending. This knowledge pays dividends and interest payments to many banks and corporations by knowing who is the target exactly. They can solicit offers to people who most likely would default on their payments or be late at least once or twice. John Avanzani once wrote in a book, War on Debt, Breaking the Power of Debt, with the mere presentation of their plastic power, they can plunge themselves and the loved ones, the ones they love, yet further into the bottomless pit of death. He went on to add, they are blinded. One possession that most Americans desire over jewelry and cars would be ownership of a home. When 79% of Americans finance their homes, they usually get funds from a bank. This type of loan is called a mortgage, which literally means death pledge. A mortgage, a word that means lend money to home buyers. It's kind of twisted, though, when you think about it. Since I'm writing my story, let's say the slang word for mortgage means credit prison. Once you get a mortgage, you are renting money until the debt is settled. Home appreciation isn't guaranteed, and now you can't even benefit from the tax deductions from home ownership. Governments have started limiting how much state and local taxes you can deduct from your personal income. For example, New York State enacts a SALT law that sets maximums on how much you can deduct from your state and local taxes. Homeowners will not be able to deduct more than 10000 of their total taxes paid annually in New York City right now, in New York State. For example, you pay 20000 a year in property taxes. You can only deduct $10,000 from your income, earned income. Let's make this easier to understand. If you made 100000 last year, your tax bracket might be 50%. The government wants 50000 from your income tax. Therefore, your goal is to give the government as little as possible of the 50000 Your interest paid on your mortgage is a huge benefit to home ownership. But now, the government is taking away the property tax benefits. This simply implies that if I pay 20000 in property taxes... I could deduct that from the 50000 which I have to pay to the government in taxes. The systems are changing. Home ownership is becoming more like renting. The only difference is the benefit of capital appreciation so you can continue the cycle of debt, or what's 
considered the death pledge. What normally happens after a home is sold by a primary residence, they buy another home, only smaller with less maintenance. And eventually, they buy a condo or a co-op while they're always taking out a mortgage or making a death pledge. Are you one of those people planning on making that death pledge? Because remember, when you get a mortgage, you're renting money until you pay it off. All right, the credit opportunity for the 700 club members. <laughs> those people with 700, they had a great opportunity like right now in the 2020. Interest rates is at 2%. The real estate boom within 2004 to 2007 made American history as there has never been a real estate boom like that in American housing market. Even I made over $1 million in commission selling property in New York City at that time. If your credit score was below 710, your interest rates would be the standard among borrowers, 5 to 6%. The banks want you to have the lowest score so you can charge, so they can charge you more based on your fear of losing an opportunity to getting approved for the loan. What I mean is that you pay money that you borrow, right? Which is called, uh, to the banks, which is called interest. So the money on top of the money you borrow. So the money you borrow is $100. The money you paid over the $100, let's say $10 back, that's called interest. Some people go and make payments on negative debt that have been on their credit file for five years or more hurting their FICO score even more, thinking they are doing the right thing. The average borrower pays $250,000 more in interest payments on a 30-year mortgage, all because their middle FICO score was below 710. The middle score. You have three scores, y'all. TransUnion, Equifax, Experium. College students, in most cases, come out of school in credit prison with mixed... Um, credit maxed out credit cards maxed out they usually start out with little two or no money with a nominal nominal paying job when they finally find a career that's paying a great salary their credit cards had been all exhausted to, or even 50% above utilization their credit score is usually below 600 or they're exhausted in debt when they leave school, it's like they're in, they in a crunch. Anyway, but most students dream of homeownership and a career while in school. That dream becomes a desire and passion. This dream will, is, is, will be exploited and targeted by the lenders who want you to have low, who, who know you have low scores and desire to own or buy a car. They targeted you when you was in college and they gave you a credit card at 18 and didn't even have a job. But college graduates hold on to the dream of home ownership and they make plans to own whatever it is they love no matter the value of their credit score. They don't care, whatever the score is, they're gonna get it if they want it. Debt pledge. Their need to own property forever keeps them in debt. Do you know what the Latin word for mortgage is? The Latin word for mortgage is mortar. 
which means unto death or death pledge. They rush into ownership with credit scores between 590 and 710, killing their dreams of financial freedom. As a professional real estate broker, I've had the liberty to be at many closings. And for some odd reason, I always look at the closing documents to see what the client was paying in interest payment. My first buyer paid, my first ever buyer that I closed paid 9% interest on her first purchase out of college. She was fortunate the market was booming. The banks was offering 4% interest at the time. She was able to refinance her loan to lower her monthly payments because her credit score improved. But this is a very this is very rare in real estate. Usually it takes five to seven years to see an uptick in home appreciation. Wayne, I'm looking to sell my apartment. When she called me up the other day, can you help me? My client was able to walk away with a gross profit of $250,000 after five years of ownership. The real estate boom, the mortgage-backed securities, and the lax underwriting was the cause of the housing boom for 2004 to 2007. But this isn't the case all the time. Usually people have to wait 10 to 20 years before they can walk away from a huge profit in their real estate and their property. Why? The average borrower pays $250,000 more in interest payments on their mortgages because their credit score is usually low. All because their middle FICO score was below 710. My clients who had middle scores of 710 and better received lower, lowest possible interest rates offered by lenders. While my clients who had lower scores than 710 or below 710 paid a normal interest fee or higher. Many of them ended up wishing that they had repaired their credit before applying for a loan today. Some of them had to even sell their homes earlier than expected. Keep in mind too, that when you have low credit scores, banks may label you as a risk buyer. You may not have realized how many homeowners ended up selling their home or getting reverse mortgages due to paying high interest rates over a longer period of time or because they purchased a car or home before improving their FICO score. So I want to say this to you in closing. Wayne World News is all about telling you the truth and how to help you to improve. Please listen and don't just say he's correct. Do.